In this episode of Social Media Secrets, I'm gonna share with you, it's the recording of a YouTube video, but you're not missing anything by not seeing the YouTube video. I am sharing with you 20 marketing and business predictions for 2024. And what's interesting is the predictions are not what I expected this year. So let's do this. Hello, hello, amazing people. I wanted to come on in here and share with you some of my marketing predictions for 2024. Um, there will also be some business predictions as well. Uh, a few weeks ago, I shared, I think it was like six weeks ago, I shared my marketing predictions for 2024. And I think I had like 14 general predictions and it went so well, people really liked it. Um, I think this is my sixth year doing marketing predictions. So I know you're not here to hear me talk. So should we just dive on in? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So uh, I'm going to share what's going to be hot in 2024, what's going to move the needle, what is going to be out. And this year is going to be a little bit wild because pretty much the whole landscape of marketing has been shifting. Social media platforms are going through so many changes. Um, I've been watching the signs and indications in the marketplace as well as testing a few different things. And it's becoming pretty clear to me that number one, Instagram is rising. And I mean fast. Uh, this is a platform, by the way, if you know anything about me last year, I said, Instagram is finally going to be dead and over with. And I was so glad. Um, and then suddenly about six months ago, everything started to turn around. And I noticed that the old Instagram algorithms came back and there were more people spending time on the platform, viewing, engaging, etc. And I found that to be incredibly fascinating. There has actually never been a better time to grow your Instagram than now. This is the single best, most finely tuned algorithm I have ever seen from Instagram allowing for a lot of growth. Now to give some context, um, over the last, let's see, like 45 days, I've grown by over 50,000 followers on Instagram organically. It's blowing my mind. I've never had anything like this happen before, but not only that, I started a new Instagram account for the nonprofit I'm a part of. And within two weeks, they went from 25 followers, which were just like board members, friends, um, people that were associated with the nonprofit to over 500 followers. And that's from less than 20 videos. So Instagram has really finely tuned who they're putting each video in front of to make sure that the people that are most likely to engage with those videos are going to do just that. Number two, threads is hanging by on by a thread. I am so sad by this. I'm not super shocked, but personally, I loved this platform. Unfortunately, the rollout of the new features, the things that make it possible to track things and get analytics and see what's actually working haven't come out. And it's made it really difficult for people to be incentivized, motivated, and excited to jump in. There's another theory I have as well, and this is not based on, well, it's based on research, but not research on this platform. When we open social media as a consumer, we want to experience a little bit of a dopamine hit. Drop a yes if you know what I'm talking about. Um, that dopamine hit feel is so good because you see something that makes you feel good. You see something that makes you laugh. You see something that makes you slightly outraged. You feel something. And the big thing that I've discovered with threads is that it seems to be kind of lacking that. And I don't know if it has to do with the algorithm or the way that they're serving up notifications or curating your feed, 
but it's missing that dopamine hit. And so I forget to go on there and I am all about dopamine. Trust me on that one. Um, which leads me to prediction number three. And this is kind of wild. Um, TikTok, my love, my former love, it has taken a turn for the worse. Um, what I've really discovered on this platform is that when they rolled out TikTok shop, what happened was what happened was they really and truly prioritized videos that were related to shopping. Um, unfortunately, it meant that every influencer, their mom, their dog started creating basically like a 24 seven social media QVC experience. I just love this heat wave roller, right? And it was just 24 seven. It was all the time. I don't like to watch QVC. I don't like watching commercials. And it felt very much so like that. I do think they're going to write it by the end of this quarter, Q1 of 2024. Um, and I've started to notice that there is less of that salesy shop physical product aspect on the app, even since the turn of January 1st, which is not a lot of time to gauge, but we'll see what's going to happen with this, this one. I'm nervous because TikTok used to be my first and foremost love. Number four, short form video is bay. It is the only thing you need to create to grow. I really, truly stand by that. The thing about short form video is you're able to deliver more of something in a shorter amount of time. And I'm going to give you what I like to follow. This works really well for me. Uh, the four V's gives you the ability to give your viewers and future followers the full spectrum of experience when they are watching your content. So the four V's are value. If you only do this one, by the way, I learned this a while back. People swipe past your stuff because at some point they don't want to learn anything else. They want to feel, they want to connect, they want to laugh, they want to cry, they want to experience. Okay. Number two is vulnerable. And this is where you share the things that maybe haven't gone right. The things that didn't go as planned, the things that kind of changed your life, not necessarily for the better or the struggles that you've been through. Number three is viral. And this could be trending content. This could be stitching someone's trending content. There are so many different things you can do here that are so fun. Uh, and number four is variety. Now, technically, I believe that anything outside of like your niche, which I'm not a fan of following, anything outside of that category is technically considered variety. So like me talking about books might be variety. Me sitting down and saying, watch me terribly play the cello. That's variety. Um, me sitting down and playing canon in D, which yes, I can do uh, at my piano. That's variety. Chopping up carrots for stew. That's variety. Like share the other aspects of who you are. Now, what this does is this one right here is powerful because it shows people that you are multifaceted. You don't have to show every aspect of your life. Just because you're a mom doesn't mean you need to show your kids. Just because you're married doesn't mean that you need to show your spouse. But you can share some of the fringe aspects of the different parts of your life in a way that it gives people a more dynamic experience watching your content. Kind of fun. All right. Number five, long form written content with tons of value shared on any platform that allows it is going to do very well. 
the key to this, by the way, is that it has to be written very well. It can't just be a long form series of paragraphs where you're venting about something or ranting or whatever. Like you want to keep it short. You want to keep people's attention. And the most important thing is that you have to follow hook, value, and then some type of call to action. Be sure to share this with your friends. Uh, comment below if you agree with any of this. Let me know if this is helpful for you in the comments. And then that way it's going to encourage engagement and ultimately improve the success of that post. Okay, number six. This is big. Um, I've done this. I've made this mistake. I've, I've actually learned a lot of these um, things through trial and error, which is a very, very expensive lesson. And that is the average cards and quotes and quote cards that are made in Canva, but written with AI, they are flopping. Uh, a lot of people haven't understood yet the principles of what makes a quote particularly captivating what makes people want to share it what makes people want to comment on it what makes people say like dude this is so spot on or i needed to hear this today and there's two major principles that this comes down to the first is copywriting and anyone who uses copy ai services without understanding the basics of copywriting and how it should look and what is right and what's going to move the needle you're setting yourself up for some danger there, okay? Um, so copywriting is one, and the second is storytelling. What grabs people's attention? What makes people say, like, I'm here for this. This makes me feel. Um, I almost think of sometimes, like, these books back here, these are all uh, nonfiction, almost all nonfiction. I think there's, like, a couple fiction books. And most of them are based on copywriting, okay? Brand personas, et cetera. But over in my bedroom, we have bookshelves of fiction books, and those are written with storytelling. And so I'm actually going to share this advice that I don't know why this isn't shared more. This would actually make a fantastic quote card. Read more fiction books to become a better marketer and business owner. Okay? Go read <laughs> everything from Akatar to understand how it is that she captivated the masses straight up uh, to reading Babel and Yellow Face by R.F. Kuang, two fantastic books that are a wide spectrum, study storytelling to become a better marketer and business owner. Okay. But those average quotes and average quote cards and generic quote templates, those aren't going to do anymore. Number seven, overly branded or overly designed social media is really and truly on its way out. Obviously, sometimes people love an aesthetic, but unless you are really good at the aesthetic, maybe that's not your thing. Maybe your thing is that you share better information. You tell stories in a way that it really moves people. Overly branded, overly designed social media is officially out. And I can just say, thank you, God. Okay. <laughs> Number eight, uh, AI is going to be integrated into every role in one way or another. The reason for this is because most businesses are looking to save time and to save billable hours. Now, I'm going to, I don't know if I can state this enough. Um, if you are going to use AI, you need to then apply your expertise and finesse everything. 
Did you hear me loud and clear on this? I love AI. I think it's fantastic. But what I've discovered is that it allows me to craft a bulk or an outline or generic points. And then I have to go in and rewrite it all. So it's great for if I can't think of the base words to get going, but there's probably almost not a single word that's the same by the time that I end. But AI is going to be integrated. So make sure to use your eyes and your brain to scan it after you finish using it. Number nine, this is huge, 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 huge. And I wish I could like scream this from the top of a mountain. More people are unsubscribing at a faster rate from email lists that are sales, sales, sales. Yet this is the bulk of the emails in the marketing and business uh, in those industries. Who's ever noticed that, by the way? Um, what's interesting is I get the desire to sell, 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 because it is what moves our uh our business is forward. But if someone, let's say that I had just met my husband or we knew each other lightly and he asked me on a date and all he wanted to do was kiss all night, I would be like, that's great. And I'm glad that you like this. But what about like the conversation? Or what about like the questions? Or what about the dialogue? There needs to be something else in there in between sales. And the truth is with nurture, value, variety, viral, vulnerable, all of the above in between, what can happen that's really beautiful is you can actually make more consistent sales that perform better because people are actually looking forward to reading your emails. And I'm going to give one more challenge, especially to the marketers that just Every email is a pitch. It drives me nuts. Um, the truth is you can actually put value and nurture into an email and then say, oh, and by the way, if you wanted to learn more about this, this and this program is available. Not everything has to be pitch, 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 pitch. Okay. Number 10, Pinterest is still working. Yay. I wish I were working it. It's boo. Um, but Pinterest is still working phenomenally well. It is generating reach and impressions. It is generating traffic. It can generate leads and even sales because there's a higher uh, buyer intent on Pinterest. So if you have ever considered or have ever tried being on Pinterest, now is literally a great time to do it. 11. 11. YouTube still has opportunity as long as you don't post the aggressively clickbaity edited style of videos. Share more than that. Don't become one faceted. Number 12. This one's excited. Uh, I love this. Excited. This one's excited. This one's really exciting for me. Um, subscription models are going to start up in more industries than we've ever seen. Historically, we've seen them in some places and then some places like kind of added them in, some places kind of considered it. We're going to see them across the board, which I think is exciting. Um, when I first saw wine subscriptions, now keep in mind, I'm sober. Uh, I've been sober for like eight or nine years, somewhere in there. I'd have to calculate the dates. But I love seeing innovation in a space. And when I saw wine memberships and subscriptions coming out, I was like, okay, this is really, really brilliant. I like it. So no matter what industry you're in, start thinking about 
where you could add a subscription-based model, even if it's lower ticket, $7 a month, whatever. Okay. 13. Okay. Small influencers. Nobody's really small, but influencers with small uh, followings. This is one of the coolest things ever. Micro influencers are going to be huge. Now, too many companies over the last few years have gotten burned by spending lots with big influencers only to discover that there was no return. And this happened many, many times. There are many fac factors, by the way, to why this is. Um, so micro influencers and small influencers with uh, the accommodations for smaller budgets are going to be really, really hot. Um, in fact, I'm personally planning on hiring micro influencers for a few projects from BookTok. So I'm really excited about that. Number 14, interactive content. Now, this one, it, it's not fully developed because it's not fully supported by the platforms yet. But I'm willing to bet that you're going to start seeing a little more. This is just a prediction of choose your own adventure style content. It's something that I have dreamed of creating for years and we haven't yet, but I think this will be the year. 15, the cost of Facebook ads is going to continue to drop and it does continue to drop. Great news. Um, so if your ad costs are particularly high, it's a good sign that you need to start creating different creatives and copy that maybe blend in a little bit more with the surroundings and don't jump out as much as an ad. Cool. Number 17, this is interesting. This one's multifaceted. So higher ticket offers are not working the way that they used to with one caveat. So meaning the $5,000 coaching programs, the $10,000 year-long group coaching, the $15,000 masterminds. Those are on their way out with one caveat, and that is extremely premium priced offers that are for the ultra affluent. Those will absolutely continue to work. Now, the ultra affluent, if you want to learn more about them, Dan Kennedy, the great and very much so alive copywriter wrote a fantastic book all about marketing to the ultra affluent. It's a very different audience and they have a very different set of priorities when buying. Uh, it's a pretty fantastic market to tap into. Now, this flips into number 17, lower ticket and affordable offers, like super, super great offers that are super competitive with the rest of the market. Those will continue to work for everyone else. But I'm noticing that the middle is kind of expanding and becoming more obsolete. People either want cheap or crazy expensive. So when people say like it's easier to sell a $1,000 program than it is to sell a $50 program. That is, that's a lie. That's straight up a lie that marketers will tell you. Uh, that is not even close to the case, but it is easier to sell a $100,000 uh, program to a member of the ultra affluent tax bracket than it is to sell a $10,000 program to someone in a middle tax bracket, which I find fascinating. Okay, let's see if I can get a sip of water. And then we've got three more, and these are biggies. Okay. Number 18, podcasts will resurge. Yay. 
If you don't know my podcast yet, it's Social Media Secrets. I've been working on starting it back up and I've got a few new great episodes. So go subscribe to it. They're short, no fluff. Number 19, people will cut out excessive spending for things that don't deliver a wow, either result or experience, but even more so results. They need to have a wow result and or experience, or it's not going to be worth it. Okay. And number 20, Gen Z's uh, power for purchasing will continue to increase. They're going to be prioritizing smaller businesses whose morals and ethics align with them versus Fortune 500s and the big box brands. You don't see them craving those items as much. Uh, they're looking for affordable offerings. They're looking for great value. They're looking for ethically and sustainably sourced uh, as much as possible where there's an overlap between the two. And they're looking for brands that are human and don't talk to them like corporations talk to their email lists. So I hope this helped you. Um, by the way, if you are watching on YouTube or Facebook, you'll see that in the description of this video, there is a whole bunch of resources that are free to help you out in 2024 and beyond. Uh, and if you are listening to this on social media secrets, head on over to rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast. And there are a few resources there for you in the show notes. I will catch you guys later. Leave a comment by the way, and let me know what you'd like me to expand on. I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye for now.